0: Latest event, PPC News and Trends. SquadCast with Jamie and Johnny. If you're new to the SquadCast, welcome. This is a podcast by the team here at Tag Digital that is filled to the brim with the latest trends, tips, insights and developments from the world of event PPC marketing.
1: Now this is our first episode of the new year and we thought it would be a good opportunity to look at some fresh event marketing ideas for 2021. We'll be discussing some new tools, new challenges and new strategies for the upcoming year. Let's get started.
0: Squadcast.
1: The Tag Digital Podcast.
0: Listen to the Squadcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
1: Squadcast.
0: So I thought I'd kick things off by talking about something that I'm pretty excited about um, and it's sort of a new venture for us at TAG this year. Um, so that we're going to talk about enhanced programmatic. Um, and what that really is, is it's a kind of technique that you can use um, through kind of buying media through a kind of programmatic platform. So for us, we are going to be using DV360. Um, and what that does, it allows you to increase your reach uh, and and your exposure um to kind of more premium publishers as well, um, as well as kind of enhanced audiences. Um, and there are kind of lots of pros and cons to using programmatic. Um, but I do feel like the pros definitely outweigh the cons. As you can imagine there is a kind of associated cost with with this that comes with the kind of premium publishers that are on there and enhanced enhanced audience targeting. Um, and traditionally we've kind of stayed away from from using programmatic for those reasons. But um, for 2021, we really wanted to kind of push the boat out and try to run some um, programmatic. And from what we're seeing so far, the results have been great. Um, and like I said, we traditionally use Google Ads as our default channel to compete within those Google auctions. Um, but now as we delve into kind of DV360, we're seeing that there's plenty of adv- advantages really to... Um, to using this platform um, not only are you you kind of reaching those premium publishers and, and and premium audiences um, but we're also able to to kind of gain access to um, different media types that we wouldn't be able to kind of run across google ads traditionally so that's things like your rich media platform ads or your kind of html5 or video based creatives that are a bit more advanced Rich media, for those that don't know what that is, is kind of um, ads that are a bit more interactive and tend to have kind of many kind of call to actions on them or points of contact. You can usually um, interact with them in many different ways and they're really kind of user focused. um, And that's something that we're kind of looking to push forward with in 2021. I could probably talk about programmatic for a long, long time just because we've had a lot of training on it recently um, and we're we're really excited about using it. But um, I won't bore Johnny uh, for much longer on this subject. But uh, we do have plenty of information available on our kind of programmatic services. So be sure to get in touch with us if you are keen and um, finding out more on how we can help you with that. If you really want to try and reach kind of Premium publishers in 2021, or you really just want to kind of um, enhance the audiences that you're targeting, then get in touch with us. We're more than happy to help you out with that and we can get that information across to you.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jamie. Um, The next thing that I wanted to come on to was to do with data. Um, I think this is something that's going to become a real issue in the next kind of 12 months and uh, beyond that as well. Um, And that's just because. Cookies are going to gradually be retired um, or not so gradually in the case of Apple. Um, So using data is going to become a lot more important um, within paid campaigns and not only using data but using it to its maximum potential, which I'll come on to in a minute. So as I said, cookies are gradually kind of being phased out. Um, Apple's latest iOS update means that People now have the option to opt out of um, apps gathering their data, which is going to have a big effect on our remarketing audiences, for example. Um, It's also going to have an impact on other areas of uh, Facebook ads at the moment and I presume eventually uh, the other channels with things like measurement. So we're not going to be able to see demographic breakdowns and things like that within um, Facebook ads. Um, So, yeah, data building is going to be very important over the next 12 months and beyond. Um, How would we recommend this is done? Uh, Lead generation campaigns are always a great option here um, and data capture campaigns. And I think they should probably be a priority um, over the next 12 to 18 months. We do expect the iOS changes to kind of begin a significant shift in the industry so relying on remarketing tags and Facebook pixels and the LinkedIn insight tag for web visitor audiences may not be a good long-term strategy one option is as I say to run lead generation campaigns but maybe it might be good to test running them all year round Um, so not just limited to uh, in and around the event time Um, but just running them as always on campaigns and trying to build data lists there for potential exhibitors, sponsors, um, and visitors as well that can then be used in your paid campaigns, but also things like email marketing. One issue that we can encounter when using data is that match rates, um, particularly with the B2B kind of events that we do uh, run a lot of campaigns for, Um, The match rates across the advertising channels, it's not always very strong. So in some instances, you could be looking at 10 to 20 percent. Now, at TAG, we've recently gone into partnership with a company called LiveRamp, which is a data connectivity platform that uses its identity graph and partners to improve the usage of first party data so basically, it's a tool that can see us go from a 20% match rate, for example, um, for custom data that's being used on Facebook or LinkedIn, to 70%. So that's a massive jump, and it'll really help us make the most um, of the data list that we do have. Now, if you'd like to know any more about LiveRamp or the iOS 14 update, for example, or if you have any more queries about data usage then feel free to get in touch with myself or jamie or any anybody else here at tag
0: yeah i think that kind of match rate and um, especially with with the kind of with cookie marketing kind of heading out the door i think in any way you can do you can improve your match rate um for your custom data um that's going to be crucial going forward so i'm really excited to kind of to be partnered with LiveRamp now going forward and to kind of uh see just how powerful for example having a 70 percent match rate is going to be for things like remarketing campaigns which we have seen a bit of a kind of decrease in performance over the last couple of months um i think i think this is really going to help um boost results within that area
1: yeah for sure it's definitely a common issue you see it a lot with um linkedin campaigns people tend to um sign up to different platforms using different types of email addresses and linking different email addresses Um, but any way that we can try and boost that match rate is just going to be absolutely huge I think data lists is going to be one of the biggest growth areas in terms of campaign performance this year
0: yeah absolutely totally agree so moving on I really want to talk about something that again we're really excited for in 2021 it's a kind of new product for us I We mentioned it a few times in our last couple of podcasts just before the break, um, and it's audience extension. Um, And if you don't know what that is already, it's basically a way for you to kind of generate an uplift and revenue through utilizing your kind of own audience and your own network. Um, And that is through kind of remarketing and lookalike audiences. And what you're basically doing is you're selling those audiences into kind of the exhibitors that usually would um, you know, book a stand at your event, for example, if it's a physical event, but now no longer can. Um, and, and we're actually seeing companies kind of generate a 300% uplift in revenue at the moment because of this. Um, so long story short, how does it work? Basically, it's quite um, self-explanatory once you kind of get into the, the meat and bones of it. You basically sell the use of your kind of remarketing pixel data to these exhibitors, um, and they basically, we will run ads for the exhibitor, promoting their brand at kind of key points within the year. Whether it be when you would, you would probably expect to see a lot of traffic on your website. For example, when a, when it's your physical events, maybe historically happened, you, you tend to see have kind of big peak in traffic um, to your website, and that's a really kind of key point in time that you'd maybe want to start introducing audience extension, for example, and you can really kind of charge um, a kind of premium for this data because obviously you're the exhibitors at your event who would normally book a stand, for example, they're missing out on a kind of key opportunity within the year for them to promote to your audience because they're not able to physically get in front of them. So this is a really good opportunity um, to sell that into them. Say so you can still access, our visitors, because we are having a virtual event, for example, you can still, although you can't exhibit at a virtual event, you can still access those customers, the traffic that's going to be on our, our event page uh, throughout the virtual event. You can access that data um, for a fee, of, obviously, um, and it's been really successful, I must say, over the last kind of, couple of months, it's, it's starting to kind of really grow. Um, and it's become a really kind of popular service um, within TAG.
1: Yeah, I think um, from the clients who have kind of rolled out audience extension as part of their offering, it's been a really great revenue driver for them um, in a time where the events industry does need as much revenue um, as possible coming into it. So it's been really good uh, for us to launch the service and it's also been really good to see that clients are having good feedback from their exhibitors as well. What so another tool that we have available here at TAG um, is our benchmarking tool. So benchmarking, um, it's a super important kind of aspect of planning campaigns and planning paid activity. And it allows us to realistically project what success will look like for our paid campaigns. So at TAG, we have a benchmarking tool that contains data from, I think it's now sat at over 100,000 event campaigns. And it means that we can accurately project the results of a campaign whilst we're still kind of in the planning stages before we've even um, set any ads live or anything like that. We can, with some accuracy, project what the results of the campaign are going to be. Now, this data is broken down by things like location and industry, um, and it makes the results even more accurate when we can apply these aspects of your event um, to the the benchmarking tool breakdowns that we have. So when you're planning a campaign, be sure to just reach out to myself or Jamie or anybody else here at TAG um, if you'd like some paid campaign benchmarks or some projections based on multiple budgets.
0: Yeah, and I think it's worth saying, especially for kind of 2021 campaigns when we're still in this kind of period of unknown of what's going to happen this year, um, people are still running virtual event campaigns. And because we ran so many uh, virtual event campaigns last year throughout multiple sectors, we actually now have that kind of data available within our benchmarking as well. So we have physical event benchmarking data and we have virtual event benchmarking data. Um, which is something that's it's proved to be quite important and vital to us when it comes to kind of projecting performance, especially over the last couple of months. Um, we now can safely say um, we reckon you're going to experience a kind of CPA or achieve a CPA of around about X amount based on the kind of performance within your industry over the last uh, six months, for example, within the virtual event sector. So, um getting access to that kind of, or gathering that sort of data um over the last kind of um you know almost year I guess this this is how long we've been kind of running virtual event campaigns for now um that's that's going to be really kind of important going forward I think because I think um I'll touch upon this in a in a wee while that I think virtual events or virtual aspects of events are going to be around for for some time I think. So one problem we kind of identified last year off the back of all these kind of virtual events coming in was that because there were virtual events, people just wanted to target globally. Um, and and I can understand why. Um, it's basically to, to break into new markets and explore new markets. But we soon kind of learned that targeting globally just from the get go, is probably not the best thing to be doing. Um, you know, you can easily waste a lot of your budget in areas that aren't worth investing in. Um, And that's why we, as a premium Google partner, we actually have access to a really handy tool called Market Explorer. And this is something that we have been recommending to our clients to really kind of um, make use of in 2021. Um, It's really good if you kind of want to know the next niche or natural progression for your event portfolio if you're using kind of pure data. Um, And as one of 20 agencies in Europe with access to kind of this premium Google data, we are really keen to help you with this. Um, So what is Market Explorer? It's kind of a really powerful tool that kind of uses Google's in-house data to basically identify areas within your market that you should probably think about targeting. Or alternatively, It's also very, very, very good at kind of showing areas that you should probably avoid. Um, Whether that be just because there's lots of barriers to entry, for example, if it's a kind of really competitive market already, if the click costs are really high, or whether interest is just really low. um, Basically, it takes all that data and represents it in a way that's really kind of visual and allows you to see, for example, here's um the interest levels in usa but also here's the the market size and how competitive it is um and it'll basically show you maybe your top 20 countries or 20 countries as a whole um and then from that you can pinpoint okay i want to target globally for example but if i was to narrow that down what countries within the world would be the best for me to target for my virtual event? Um, And that's where we can come in with this Market Explorer tool. And this has been really useful, like I say, recently for a number of our kind of virtual events where people have briefed in global targeting criteria, but haven't exactly had the budget to kind of target the whole world. Um, As you can imagine, you'd need a considerably large budget to to even think about targeting a global audience on a daily basis for a long period of time and to be able to sustain that over, you know, a 12-week period. Um, so when we do get briefs like this, in, it's been a great opportunity for us to, to offer our services as one of these kind of premium Google partner agencies, we can we have access to this. So why not use it? So if this is you, if you fit into this criteria of I want to target a global audience um, or that's your initial thoughts as we are virtual now, we basically can access the whole world. Um, I would probably strongly advise that you kind of come talk to us first or during the briefing stages go, this is my initial thoughts, but um, what would you advise? Um, and we can basically tell you straight off the bat, here's where we think you should target at first, and then we can grow from there if we're seeing good results, if we have the budget available, etc.
1: So another thing that I kind of briefly wanted to touch on and it is only going to be brief because we've spoken about it many times before on the podcast, is video. So by 2022, um, online videos are expected to make up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic, um, and that's according to Cisco. So whether you're in need of more video content, if you've got outdated post-show videos, um, these need to be kind of kept up to date um, to be used across Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, um, LinkedIn. We're actually seeing that LinkedIn video campaigns are working quite well. um, And maybe in a future episode, we'll touch on how LinkedIn and video kind of can go hand in hand and really work together. Um, But if you do have that outdated video content, then one thing that we can offer at TAG is our video service. So this is a service where we can create new videos for your event um, based on images that you have of past shows, based on post-show videos as well that might be a little bit outdated. Um, we can look to create some videos to use on, on social media and on YouTube and um, based on the best practices of what will perform best. Um, these videos that we create will come in a a few different sizes so that they'll be suitable for things like Instagram stories as well as YouTube so uh, if you want to hear more about our video service then just fire over an email um, which we'll we'll give the emails out at the end of the show Um, or you can get in touch on the website we've got a chat function in there um, and links to our phone numbers and things like that so just get in touch with us there.
0: Yeah and I think what's great about the the video service as well is it. although you were saying we're going to promote a video that's great for ads for example but you also have access to that video um once once you've you've bought it through the service that's your video and you can use it to promote the event organically throughout your social channels as well so that's another great positive for the video service it's not just for you know use across ads it's it's, it's use um for everything really and you, you can take that and use it however you'd like to
1: yeah, I actually spotted a video um, from the, the video service on a client's website the other day. Um, so that's it's really good to see that the videos are being used there as well.
0: So before we finish up for this week's episode, I kind of just wanted to discuss what I think events are going to look like this year. I know we've had a lot of kind of virtual events already briefed in for 2021. And I think that's kind of going to be the case for the foreseeable future especially within the UK where Johnny and I are at the moment. I think with the way that things are currently with the restrictions in place, I think virtual events is probably what we are going to expect for the foreseeable future. But what I'd like to think is the case is that we're going to start to see an increase in the number of live events, probably towards the end of the year. But I also think that we're going to see the introduction of a lot of hybrid events Um, this year as well and as you can guess that's probably um, an event that involves a live element people who can attend will attend but people who perhaps aren't able to attend whether it's due to restrictions or whether it's just due to kind of health concerns things like that or they're just too far away travel costs etc I think most live events going forward will now have a sort of virtual element to it Um, Just based on what everything that the industry's been through um, over the last year, there has been a few benefits of these virtual events. Like I think a lot of event organisers have been able to reach audiences that they never once were able to, just purely because um, it's been a virtual experience uh, that they can market to a really broad audience. So I think events may not look the same ever again, but I don't think that's necessarily... A bad thing you know events are now more accessible because the kind of usual barriers to entry um or barriers of accessibility have kind of been lowered you know the, there's no more travel costs really if if you can't afford to travel you can still access it virtually so um to me in my mind there's more revenue opportunity there for event organizers probably by exploring this kind of hybrid route that we've not seen a lot of yet just because there's not a lot of countries that have eased their lockdown restrictions but I think that's what we're going to start to see a lot of in 2021 and it's something that we are really excited in trying to kind of market this year. Um, What would that kind of look like for us? We'll be marketing probably a lot of on-demand content as well as a lot of you know physical but buy your ticket now, et cetera, et cetera. That the more kind of traditional um, visitor promotion marketing that we would have done perhaps in twenty nineteen seems strange, saying that that's historical because it was only a couple of years ago. But it seems so strange to be marketing a physical event currently. So um, it's going to be interesting to see the kind of mix that we receive um, this year for sure. I would say. Squadcast,
1: the Tag Digital podcast. Your go-to podcast for the latest event PPC news and trends. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Squadcast. Hopefully this episode has been beneficial and will help you with your event marketing prep for the coming year.
0: If you're looking for more event PPC insight, then check out our other episodes, which are available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and most importantly, the TAG digital website. You can also find some great blogs and case studies on the website too. So be sure to check them out.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if you have any questions about anything that myself or Jamie have discussed during the episode, Or if you've got any other queries about paid campaigns, then feel free to drop us an email on either johnny at tagdigital.co.uk or jamie at tagdigital.co.uk. Or alternatively, you can get in touch via our website, which is, you may have guessed, tagdigital.co.uk. See you next time.
0: The Squadcast.
1: Your go to podcast for the latest event, PPC news and trends.
0: Squadcast by Tag Digital.